It's time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. We are back with another edition of the Pipeline Podcast, speaking this week with Blue Jackets prospect and Regina Pats defenseman Stanislav Sposal. You might be thinking to yourself, well, Dylan, we got to know Stan last year after he was selected by the Blue Jackets in the third round, 69th overall, the 2021 NHL entry draft for Stanislav Sposal, and that's true. We got to know him last year. This is more of a catch-up with Stan interview, flat out because he is having an unbelievable year of hockey. I know it's not quite the same as what we do every single week, you know, getting to know a prospect, uh, the process of being drafted by the Blue Jackets, his interests away from the ice, things like that. We've done that with Stan before, and if you haven't heard that interview, I implore you to go back and listen. But again, I wanted to catch up with Stanislav Sposal because of the great year he's having. First and foremost, he's playing well over a point per game this year with Regina. 52 points on 5 goals and 47 assists through just 38 games this season. Those 47 helpers currently rank 6th in the entire Western Hockey League. He also leads the league in power play assists. That's thanks in part to a guy that he plays with, and a good friend of his in Connor Bedard, who's likely going to be the number one overall pick at this summer's NHL entry draft. We'll talk about their relationship a little bit later. But on top of what he's doing this year in the WHL, Stanislav played a massive role on Team Czechia's silver medal team at the World Junior Championships about a month ago at this point. So I wanted to ask him some questions about that experience as well. And this is a guy that does have worlds of experience on the international level. Played in a couple different World Junior Championships. He's played over in the Czech Republic. And of course, now he's in North America in his second season with the Regina Pats. Now, Stanislav Sposal is a highly thought of prospect in the National Hockey League as well. Scott Wheeler of The Athletic recently ranked him just outside the top 50 prospects in the entire National Hockey League. He came out with that list last week, and Stan was an honorable mention. A number of Blue Jackets prospects were on that list, which is great to see, but Stan just outside the top 50. And, I mean, for a guy that was a third-round pick just a couple of years ago now, that's an impressive feat. People thought that Stan could go potentially towards the end of the first round. The Blue Jackets ended up grabbing him 69th overall in the third round, and it looks like they might have found themselves a diamond in the rough the way that Stan continues to progress early in his hockey career. So let's not waste any more time and get right into it. Here he is, Blue Jackets prospect and Regina Pats defenseman Stanislav Sposal. Talk to me about coming over to North America last season. You know, you and I got to know each other a bit uh, at this point last year. But now that you've had the opportunity to, first of all, look back on that season and now that you're in North America for your second year, what were some of the biggest surprises or biggest adjustments that you had to make last season? Oh, well, uh, language. I thought I I, uh, I know speak English when I came to Columbus. But a uh, good thing was when Martin Reichelli was was there with me because he's like really good in English, and I and I wasn't that good. But after a couple couple of months, few months, uh, I I was better and better. So so I think like uh, I I can speak uh, speak English not normal, but way better than uh, on the start of the last year. 
And biggest difference for me was probably that hockey style. First two, first three weeks here in Regina, that was hard for me because you have to learn that new like uh, tactics, hockey style too. Uh, so, so that was uh, biggest difference for me. Tell me about what you did this off season. Then you finish up in Regina, you go back to Czechia, right? You talked about being hurt. But what did the training look like for you, given the fact that you had been in North America and kind of knew what to prepare for for this season? Well, uh, I had I had uh, I had uh, every day, every day workout every Tuesday and Thursday. I had two workouts and every and every Wednesday I had workout and and ice. So that was that was kind of hard, but. As I said, when I when I was injured, everything what I did before that two months, uh, I lost. So so we can say I I didn't like I I wasn't much stronger after that, and that wasn't good. <clears throat> but I hope it will be it will be different this summer, and it's really important summer this year. So for for me, so so I ha- I have to work on myself this year this summer who do you train with do you go back home and train with any pros are there other junior players you mentioned martin rysavi's name do you train with him uh who are some of the guys that you uh get out there and work out with yeah i train with martin uh, with uh, Tomas suhanek our our goalie uh and with few few other guys who played or who plays in nhl or ahl or juniors juniors league as well so yeah we got we got a couple guys there, and and that's that's pretty good. Uh, everyone is like uh, from different city, and sometimes you do that at home. Sometimes you do that uh, in our city. Sometimes in their city. So so that's kind of good. But but as I said, that's that's hard. That's really hard. And for for travels, that's sometimes hard too. So so yeah. What about the goals that you set for yourself going into this season in Regina? After your first year in North America, after the offseason, after your time with the Blue Jackets at camp, your focus shifts to what you want to do in Regina. So what were some of the goals that you set for yourself going into this season? Uh, my goals were to be better than last year. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, I think that's that's pretty good so far, but there is a couple of things. What can I improve uh, more, which is uh, defense, but it's way not way better. It's better than last year, uh, but I st- still I still can improve it. Same as my offense. I think offense is pretty good this year, and but I can improve almost everything. My skating too. Uh, let's say my gap to to other players too so these like not small things but these things i have to improve the most that defense gap skating <laughs> yeah this is these things are the most important for me right now what about your level of comfort playing in north america in this second year are things different for you you're more used to the game you're obviously more comfortable with your surroundings your teammates speaking the language and your stats show you know you're hovering around the top three and assists right now in the whl having one of the best uh, seasons offensively among defensemen in that league so is it just a, a level of comfortability for you this year that everything feels a little bit better well everything feels a little bit better after that first year and uh as I said, we got so so many good players here, like Norbedar, uh, Alexander Suzdalev, Dainerhau. So so 
yeah when we are together on the ice that's that's i think fun to watch and and good for us because we got so many like good plays in offensive zone so so that's i don't want to say that's not hard play with them but that's that's actually actually easy we i think we got uh, like chemistry on the ice so so we we understand each other on the ice so that's perfect for us all right tell me about your relationship with connor bedard because it sounds like you guys have become pretty good friends away from the ice right we got to see that a little bit joking between you guys at the world junior and the way it looks right now for the Blue Jackets is they will have a high pick in this coming year's draft. And I know a lot of Blue Jackets fans are excited about the possibility of Connor Bedard joining you in the Blue Jackets organization. So tell me about your guys' relationship. Yeah, we're we're pretty good friends. Uh uh I I, I told him so many times uh if he if he wanna go to Columbus because they're last right now. So he might go to to Columbus. What will be perfect? What would be perfect for me and for Columbus too? But yeah, as I said, we're really good friends. Uh, me, him, uh, Alexander Suzdalov, Tanerhow, and Borja Valis. Let's say our line. We're really good friends. We're we're we are always together. So so yeah. Uh, he's a really nice guy. He's not. Let's say he's not cocky how good he is, which is good. Really nice guy. Uh, unreal hockey player. He showed that on World War Juniors. He, he's showing that uh, in our league too. 35 games with point, which is which is unreal. So, yeah, unreal hockey player, unreal, unreal, uh, unreal person. Well, that's good to hear. You're giving him the sales pitch for Columbus, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Tell me about what makes him so special, because you have the opportunity to see him play every single day. You get to face off against him in practice, I'm sure, as well. So what makes him such a special talent and so difficult to defend? I think you have to be talented, too, for hockey. And he's obviously talented, but uh, but he's so smart on the ice. He he knew what's going to happen before it happens. Uh his his shot is good. His move is good. Everything like let's say his biggest weakness is defense, but no, that's not that's not that bad this year. Uh, but he's unreal offensively. I don't know. I don't know what uh, what can I say about him. That's that's so many things. What I can say about him, uh, as I said, he showed up everywhere almost. So. So yeah, when we when we got workout, he's doing more than everyone else. Uh, same on a practice. So that's maybe why is why he's that good. You play with him every single day, but you got the opportunity to play against him twice at the World Junior Championships, and it was obviously a very very special tournament for both you and your team, Czechia. Uh, earning the first medal in the country's history since 2005 uh, with that silver medal, unfortunately losing in overtime. And I know it might still sting a little bit for you. I talked with David Juracek a few weeks ago now, and it was still a little bit raw for him. He didn't want to talk a whole lot about that, that gold medal game against Connor Bedard in Canada. But let's go back to the beginning of that tournament. You guys obviously had a very special team and very talented on the blue line, specifically with you, Juracek, and a number of other drafted players. Did you guys have any idea that you were going to have that sort of success going into the tournament? Well, when uh, when we 
when I flew there and I saw our first practice, I thought it will be like uh, every other tournament before uh, because that that didn't look that good. And after after our our two exhibition games, I I thought we can do something, but we we lost against Switzerland in a exhibition game. And first game against Canada, we knew we we can like lose anything, so we have to play for more than one hundred percent. And I think we played really good that game. Uh, our goalie was unreal in that game, and uh, that was huge three points for us. And uh, after that, we played against against who was there Austria, I think, yeah. Uh, you should beat these teams like Austria and uh, Germany, let's say. So we beat Germany, Austria, and we had Sweden in a in a group. We lost against them in overtime, which was I think that was good for us. That was like good, like good warning for us, because if we let's say if we won everything, we'll be too like uh, confident, and I think that does not good. Uh, in quarterfinal, we beat Switzerland nine one. Uh, good game from us. Uh, semi-final Sweden two one that after overtime that David Yushichek scored thirty eight seconds before end of the regulation. Uh, I think we 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 played really good that game and uh, uh, we 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 didn't win a group stage against him but we won in semi-final which is better than in a group stage. And final, final. I think fifty, fifty-five minutes. We were we were worst team. And last five, ten, five minutes, uh, they they like not stopped play, but uh, they were just in their offensive uh, defensive zone. So we could like create offense, and then we scored two lucky goals. Uh, and then they won in overtime. So yeah, that that's uh, that's tough talk about it, but. Uh, I know it's it's huge for our country and uh, and I don't know that was great tournament from us and I I I hope we'll play together again but uh, it's not gonna happen again probably. Hey, maybe at the Olympics or something like that we can see maybe. all you guys to, <laughs> together again at some point. I hope so because that was a special team and like I yeah, said on the blue line you guys were really really good. The defensemen on that yeah. team were so special. Yeah. And, you know, you were very good in that tournament. You were one of the top defensemen in that tournament from start to finish. You know, some of those assists, watching you carry the puck, you were special. And another guy who was obviously very good for you guys was David Juracek, who is a Blue Jackets prospect just like yourself. Tell me about, you know, getting to know him and playing with him and what makes him a special player as well. Oh, uh, well, <clears throat> I met him first time when I was 13. Uh, that was... TV tournament in Quebec, 2016, I think. Uh, and then first time when we were 15, 16, our first national team camp, I met met him, and then we like we stayed friends. And before this draft, uh, last draft, I texted him, and I said, I hope Columbus will draft you, and they drafted him. So it was kind of funny and good for me and him too. Uh, and he he's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy, really good hockey player. And he he wants to be best, same as same as me, same as other guys. Everyone wants to be best. And it's hard, right? But 
he 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 uh he's he's uh smart on the eyes he he know how to offense you know how to defense i think he's a really good hockey player and and uh i hope he'll play more games in nhl this year yeah me too i hope we get to see him towards the end of the season maybe so he's yeah. having a great year in cleveland so far uh but yeah, yeah i'd love to see him love to see him in columbus sooner rather yeah. than later right Tell me about, you know, maybe some other players that we don't talk about as much on Team Czechia because a lot of guys stepped up in that tournament, right? Were you impressed by anybody's game? I think Yuri Kulik obviously had a very big tournament for you guys, but was uh, was there anybody on your team or maybe another team that you didn't know a whole lot about and you said, wow, they played really, really well? Not that I didn't know. I knew about our guys. I knew about our goalie. I think he was best goalie in the tournament. Uh, number three, David Pacek, he played awesome tournament too. Uh, my D partner there, uh, Marcel Marcel played good tournament too. Uh, Jacob Brabenes. I think there is no no one who played bad on that tournament from our team. I think all of us we played we played really good as a team, not like as a, not like individually, but good as a team. And uh, I think that's why we finished second. But I didn't look on uh, for guys on other teams. I I was like uh, confused on our team, and uh, I was really happy to be there with them, and I enjoyed that time that time there with them. You talked about it a little bit, but what does it mean to your country to come away with the silver medal in that tournament? You guys clearly wanted the gold and came very very close to winning a gold against Team Canada in the final there, but. It is special, the first medal for Czechia since 2005, and that's a, a big accomplishment for that group of players. It is. Uh, uh, you said we could, we could, we could won gold, but uh, it's hard to beat Canada two times in one tournament. And for us, for us, that's for our country. That's actually really good. Second place after 18 years. That's a long time, and I hope. Uh, Younger guys will will play better than us next year, so they'll win gold. But it will be hard. It's hard every year, and like I said, for us, that's huge silver medal. Silver medal. Are you kind of excited to see where Czechia hockey goes these next few years? I mean, a lot of players have been drafted, a lot of high draft picks, a lot of strong players in the NHL right now, and uh, Slovakia is kind of in a similar spot as well with high draft picks and uh, Slavkovsky and Nemec players like that. Are you excited to kind of go back and forth with them for years to come? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm excited, but uh, uh, it's it's hard to say it right now. All of them, all of us, we are young players. We got pro hockey career like ahead of us. So so we'll see in a few years uh, how was that and uh, if if was that good or bad so so i don't want to talk about this right now because it's too early <laughs> all right fair enough you got to make the pros and make the nhl before you can True. talk about that right uh right. with that in mind what's your conversation with the blue jackets been like this season you still have development coaches checking in and telling you kind of things that they'd like you to work on and stuff like that yeah yeah uh, usually let's say one time per two weeks it takes me about something same as same as strength coach. Uh, he takes me every time, uh, every month, one time, and he asking, uh, he asking about uh, my 
weight, my strength, what what did I eat? So stuff like that, and I just like I just text them back what I think and what I think is good for me, and I just ask them what's what they think was better for me. So so yeah, I just talk with them about like uh, important important things. All right, I've got one random question for you before we finish up with one serious question. Is there one thing or a couple of things maybe that you didn't like your first year in North America that you've come to like now? For example, I asked David Yurichek about it. Like, David does not like country music or anything like that, and they're playing it a lot up in Cleveland. So is there anything that comes to mind? Country music is terrible. I don't like country music. And that weather here in Regina... That's terrible as well. There is last year minus fifty three was the worst. This year minus forty seven. I think how you can live here with minus forty seven. You can live here. That's impossible, almost. So no cold so weather and no weather country. and uh, weather and sometimes that music. All right. What about things that you've come to like about North America? Is there anything? Oh, uh, I like the food here. Well, that's better. Food is better in Czech, but that food's not that bad here. I thought that will be worse, but it's pretty good. And uh, I like that hockey here. That's different than in Europe. Uh, and uh, all all that people are so like so so nice to to us, like Europeans. So so people here are are I think better than in Czech Republic. What is your go-to meal in North America? What do you like to eat? In North America, it's... I love sushi, but sushi is everywhere. But what's here? Taco. Ta- I like tacos. That's not usual. Uh, that's not like... Uh, that's not normal in Czech Republic. So it's probably taco. All right. What is your favorite food in the Czech Republic? What do you eat there? Uh, I don't know how to say it in English. That's svičková. Svičková. Uh, but I don't know what's that in English. Uh, uh, you don't have it here, but that's uh, not bread. I don't know what's that. Meat, uh, some sauce with citrus and and uh, white cream, and uh, something like bread. Huh? What kind of meat is it? Uh, beef. Okay. So beef with white sauce, citrus, and bread. Well, that's not a white sauce. That's orange sauce. But okay. that's that's really good. That's really good. Okay, that sounds good. I have to check. I'm I my ancestors come from the Czech Republic, so I really? gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go and check it out someday. You've got to show me around when yeah, you're in the NHL. Maybe we'll take a trip. You have to try it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I can't wait. I would be excited to go and check it out yeah. and see what it's like there. But on a more serious note. You know, obviously you guys are fighting for a playoff spot right now in Regina. So what are your goals for the rest of this season, both on a personal level, but as a team as well? Well, for me and as personal level, uh, for personal level and team level is make the playoff. And if we make the playoffs, we want to play here till last day. So be on a memory. But I know it will be hard. There is a lot of good teams and it will be tough for us. But or first we have to make that playoffs and i and i and i hope we will so yeah this is for me and for the team most important and uh and we'll see what, what will be after that after that if we'll make or we don't make playoffs because i don't know what my goals are 
right now. My goal is playoff with Regina, and uh, if we make playoff, that will be different than if we don't. So I I don't know. All right, Stan. Well, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much for doing this with me. And uh, I will see you this summer in Columbus, hopefully. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Always great to catch up with Stanislav Fozel. Really appreciate him taking the time, and I hope you enjoyed the interview. Got to know a lot about Stan there. I loved hearing about his relationship with Connor Bedard, and, you know, those guys were even messing with each other when they faced off a couple of times at the World Junior Championship. So that's great to see, and who knows? They might eventually be teammates with the Blue Jackets one day. I'm sure everybody listening would love to see that in the next couple of months. But, again, a great big thank you to Stanislav Fozel for joining me this week on the Pipeline Podcast. And as always, thank you very much for being with me. I'll be back chatting with you soon.